Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. That's the sound of rock cracking, and you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Glad to have each and every one of you back, and a lot has happened since last week when we last talked, and I have to say that the Republicans, at, at the time of recording, have not changed. We still don't have a Speaker of the House, and we got a world in crisis. Now, the Republicans need to get their act together. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing these words, they have a Speaker of the House. If they don't, shame on all the Republican House of Representative members from across the country. Our nation demands a Speaker of the House from the Republican delegation. For the sake of our country, it's got to be done. Now, if the Republicans can't do that, these representatives, then maybe they should all just go home and get somebody else that knows uh, how to try to work together and lead. We need leadership in the Republican Party in the worst kind of way. Last week's show was about Ronald Reagan and his 11th commandment. And right now, it's like herding cats. And this is the weekend. And I just hope... By the time you're hearing these words, we have a Republican Speaker of the People's House in Washington, D.C. Get your act together or go home. Now, saying that, since we talked last, Israel has been horrifically attacked. Hamas coming in from Gaza, sending in thousands and thousands of rockets indiscriminately just trying to destroy people's lives kill maim destroy but on top of that hamas militants came over the border broke through fences and came into israeli villages came into israeli cities into a uh, a music festival and they raped murdered Murdered babies, beheaded babies, burnt them, killed children in front of their parents, killed parents in front of their children. Horrific, just non-human acts. It's unspeakable, some of the things that happened. And you can say it was a, a the, the Israeli... Mossad, the intelligence, failed. The United States, where was the CIA? I don't believe there's a failure by the CIA. I really don't. I think there's a failure to communicate what was going on. So who's in charge of the CIA now? Did, 
Who knew what and when did they know it? And why wasn't it spoken? I can't believe the CIA did not know something was up. If they didn't, shame on them and let's get some new people in there. And if they did, why wasn't Israel notified? Who held the news up? I'm just saying, we, we have some serious questions that need to be asked of the Biden administration and those who are in, char are in charge of our intelligence, military, CIA, all these intelligent agencies. Why did that get held a secret? Thousands of rockets, coordinated attacks against the wall fences, thousands of Hamas militants pouring over in, 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 in parachutes. Uh, hang gliders, devices coming in, guns blazing. And you can't tell me that there's some intelligence agencies did not know something was going on. Now, let's get back to the big picture. There's war in Israel. Hey, some of y'all may, I, I had uh, plans to be in Israel in November. And you know, it doesn't look like it's going to happen now. There is war and a declaration of war from Israel on Hamas. Does that mean the Gaza Strip and every all the Palestinians are at war of Israel? No, it means Israel's at war of Hamas. Hamas was the leadership of uh, the Palestinians. And now Hamas has deliberately attacked, brutally, ruthlessly, murdered, raped, maimed, killed, tortured so many Israelis, thousand, over a thousand, 1,700 at last count. So what happens? Did Hamas not know that they would come in? Of course Hamas knew that. Of course Iran knew that. So why did it happen? What's the big picture here? I, I, I don't have the answers. I'm saying that there's a bigger picture than just Israel going into Gaza, wiping out Hamas, wiping, well, probably wiping out buildings and everything. And they gave leaflets saying, get out in 24 hours. Get out of Gaza. Go south. Maybe they have to open up that Egyptian border. Get people out. I, but Hamas will not back down from their statement that Israel should not exist. And years of teaching and educating children that Israel should not exist. And where do these fighters come from? Well, they come from the youth who've been brainwashed in many ways to kill, rape, maim, murder, behead. Wow. There's a war going on in the Middle East. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You know, that's in the Bible. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, that's what we plan to do here and all across America.
but there's all across America and, and many of uh, universities and other places there are marches that are praising Hamas praising Hamas and what they've done professors teachers on campuses and it's really sickening that they would praise Hamas and what the terrorists have done but I know this there's going to be a massive response even as you're hearing this I had recorded so it I don't know where the war will be, but it looks like the tanks are going in to Gaza, the Gaza Strip, and there's certainly going to be a, uh, an answer to what Hamas did. But how do you deal with people who want to come to kill, steal, and destroy? Isn't that what the devil came to do to this world listen pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the peace of, for Israel and the peace for the Middle East are we opening our powder keg could any administration do anything worse than the present administration when it comes to foreign policy you know what there's a let me play this clip from Larry Kudlow he explains exactly what we hear from this administration is cover-up after cover-up after cover-up of the facts of what they've been planning and what they've been given to Iran for years, allowing oil to be sold for billions and billions of dollars that were under, uh, you know, they, they were under restrictions. And, and under Trump, they, they weren't able to sell the oil. The sanctions were working. And now, you know, the Biden administration says, oh, we haven't changed any sanctions. Of course not. But why are they selling tens of billions of dollars more oil than they did under Trump? Why does Iran get to do that? Well, Larry Kudlow helped explain this. Let, let me play this clip from Larry Kudlow talking. He put in a nutshell, sort of summed up at the end of the week last week, what all was going on. So listen to this little clip from Larry Kudlow. The big story is the barbaric Hamas attack on Israel, killing innocent people in Gaza, beheading children, murdering grannies in bed, taking Israeli and American hostages, at last count, killing 1,799 Palestinians, 1,300 Israelis, 27 Americans. There are still 14 Americans unaccounted for. <coughs> President Biden gave a speech calling the attack evil and pledging to stand with Israel. But he made no mention of Iran. Speaking of Iran, the Wall Street Journal editorial today referred to Iran as the ventriloquist for Hamas, spot on there. And we have learned that after the Afghanistan pullout catastrophe by the Biden administration, Hamas then started a two-year planning process to attack Gaza. And one of the top Hamas spokespeople noted clearly that none of this could have been done without the financing and planning capabilities of Iran. Then Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen came out and claimed there's been no relaxation of the Iranian sanctions mandated by U.S. congressional law. But she had no explanation for the facts that Iranian oil revenues have jumped from almost nothing three years ago to somewhere north of $60 billion today, 
Oil export sales to China have increased from roughly $7 billion to over $30 billion in two years, and Iranian foreign exchange reserves somehow skyrocketed from roughly $4 billion to something like $70 billion. So we're still waiting for further explanations from Madam Secretary. Meanwhile, the Israeli Air Force began its counterattack against Hamas with special operations spotters on the ground to assist in the precision bombing. Israeli defense forces began infiltrating Gaza to scope out hostages and outline their strategy. And as of this reporting, IDF ground forces have begun the campaign in Gaza City with perhaps as much as 300,000 troops or even more to complete the mission. What's the mission here? Well, please take a listen to the brilliant General Jack Keane on this show last night. And Larry, I mean, we got to be upfront about what needs to be done here. We need to kill them. That's the only thing that stops these guys. They are absolutely committed to this barbarism. And we got to go in and kill them, just like we did with ISIS, just like we did with the Al-Qaeda. So, General Keene, a great warrior himself, spot on right, in my view. And I don't understand why I'm watching so many hosts and guests on television with their continued hand-wringing that casualties will be suffered. This is war. Israel didn't start this war. They didn't want this war. Iran-backed Hamas started this war. They wanted to wipe Israel off the face of the map. They also want to wipe America off the face of the map. So Israel, the only democracy in the region, America's greatest ally, Israel and America have to fight back to defend their freedom and their very existence. And that is war. But of course, our nation's elite universities don't understand any of this. They're all coming out in favor of Hamas, which is the most bizarre cultural political development with a strong dose of anti-Semitism. This stuff's been brewing for three decades from the battles of the insane far left. There are some exceptions, fortunately, but most of the university presidents refuse to stand up and fight against anti-Semitism and fight in favor of freedom and democracy. I frankly think it's pathetic. Fortunately, some business people have finally come out. And even some students later in the week have revolted against the crazies. Meanwhile, all my friends in the House Republican Conference have not distinguished themselves this week because they can't settle on a new speaker. Steve Scalise won a vote but couldn't sustain it. Jim Jordan, another distinguished conservative, can't seem to put it together. Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to go through it again. New names are appearing. The conference is meeting around the clock. It seems to be spending most of its time getting in touch with its feelings rather than voting for a new speaker. Personally, I love 12-step meetings, but the GOP needs a speaker, ASAP. Well, as Larry Kudlow from uh, Fox Business, and I just have to say that, yes, what I started the program with, the Republicans have got to get a speaker, ASAP. I agree wholeheartedly with what Larry Kudlow just said. And as he told you about at the beginning of that clip about how Iran has been cheating on these sanctions and they've been allowed to. By who? By the Biden administration. It didn't happen under Donald J. Trump. It started happening when Biden became president of the United States. His administration is not holding Iran's feet to the fire. And no matter what kind of 
positive statements they're trying to put out, you can just about blame Hamas actions on Iran. And then explain that Iran has the ability to do that because this administration under Joe Biden and the Democrats have allowed Iran to pour money into the coffers of Hamas. Where did the missiles come from? Thousands and thousands of missiles made, made a lot of times out of pipe that the, they told the European Union, hey, we, we need this for our water works. We need this pipe for water. No, they made bombs out of those pipes, missiles out of those pipes. When will people start listening? When people declare all we're doing is doing sending uh, medical supplies, who uses the medical supplies? Hamas! They take it, they control it, and they sell it, and they make money off of it. Where are the guns coming from? Are any coming from Afghanistan? Are these tanks endangered because of some of the weapons that were left in Afghanistan by this inept, in, uh, inept administration? Are these American-made weapons going to halt Israel? Or is it going to help try to defeat Israel? American-made weapons left in Afghanistan by this administration. How horrible is, would that be if we find out that weapons from Afghanistan are killing Israelis. How horrible. I hope it's not true. But I'm afraid with the inept attitude, inept actions of this administration, things could be very, very bad. Listen, in a minute I gotta play another clip about the Israel war. I wanna play that so you can get another angle from it. But let me just say, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're talking about the horrible uh, attack by Hamas on Israel. Israel declaring war. The Middle East is on fire. And what does that mean to the world? We already have a big war between Ukraine and Russia. I don't have all the answers, but let me just say this. <laughs> right now, Doc Holliday has a book out, and it's called Hatchy, Keeper of the Secret. Soon to have book number two. It's a seven-part series. The last book will end up in Jerusalem. I can tell you that. Now, I want you to know this series is about a college student who discovers an ancient Chickasaw Native American secret that's tied all the way back to the days of King Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. So how does that all be put together? Well, that's why you need to order the book. You can go to hatchybooks.com. You can go on Amazon. I've told you, we got the ebook out now on Amazon. And go there, get the ebook for a limited time. Right now, it's still at 99 cents. You can go to Amazon, just look up Hatchy Keeper of the Secret. And you can see right there the book. And if you get the ebook for 99 cents, then I just ask you to, hey, we're keeping it low so you can write a review. Please write a review about the book. And book number two, it will be out in days, okay? Long days, maybe three or four weeks from now. Sometime within the next month. Book two will be coming out, and you won't, you will not want to miss that before Christmas because the uh, 
characters extend on into another venue and you'll just have to uh, order the book it's called hatchie and the golden chalice so get ready for that again you can keep up with things at hatchiebooks.com listen i'm glad to come on each the show each week and um, i appreciate what different people have said about the show we try to bring you some things you may not necessarily hear other places about this israel uh, war against hamas there's so many different angles and views but i just know we have to pray for the peace of jerusalem we're told in the scriptures to pray for the pe- pray for the peace of jerusalem so do that and there needs to be peace and there's a war going on now so let me let me play this from another angle right here to let you uh hear here's some another perspective and of what's going on over there listen to this clip is uh, without any preconditions we have to remember that hamas killed people in this attack from over 30 countries and i believe is holding hostages for more than, from more than a dozen countries so it's not just an israel issue all that being said um i do believe that the israeli defense forces will launch a ground offensive into hamas into hamas held territory in gaza because the only way you can clear hamas is on the ground um, the hostages certainly complicate that offensive significantly uh, i think that uh, I, I i'm confident that the idf will take all steps it possibly can to try to protect those hostages but let's remember hamas does not operate by the rules uh, of warfare or any rules uh, for that matter so the hostages will in fact be at risk colonel clink i just want to take it a little further from there now there have been enough visuals which have come in it's not as if there were civilians only israeli civilians were killed the visuals that have come in from gaza all those who have been killed there are children there as well you know so from israel's side they have bombed gaza and it's not just been hamas militants is this just collateral damage that israel is willing to take on its own name as of now and how much will that play a factor in the way hamas is now going to respond because it really doesn't seem to be something that's going to settle down with force it's going to be met with equal force so what comes next so let's not try to draw comparisons between Hamas's heinous attacks uh, in Israel uh, that started last Saturday. We've all seen the images. Absolutely, We've all heard no, that the goes stories. without saying that it was uh, extremely heinous. But there have been crimes. On, there have been civilians who have died in Gaza. I'm just saying that. So how do you feel so, that will take so, it forward? So what I will say is that the big difference is intentionally mm-hmm. targeting non-combatants, uh, which is what Hamas did. Mm-hmm. I do not believe the IDF is intentionally targeting non-combatants, but let's remember how Hamas operates. Mm-hmm. Hamas puts its weapon storage sites, its missile factories, its bomb factories amongst civilian residences, in schools, in medical facilities, even in mosques. We know this. It is, it's documented. So, unfortunately, when Hamas intentionally hides amongst the civilian population, that there will be times where Israel will have to strike those locations and there will be some civilian casualties as well. It is unfortunate. And let's remember that, that the Palestinians do, are not the same as Hamas. Hamas is not 
the Palestinians, the Palestinians are not Hamas. Yes. And that Gaza is often described as the world's largest open air prison. Mm -hmm. The prison guards and the wardens of that prison are Hamas. Wow, he's straightforward right there speaking uh, about Israel. And, and people talk about, well, Gaza, the Gaza Strip is nothing but a prison. But you heard what he said. Who are the prison guards? It's Hamas. Who are the border guards? It's Hamas. They keep the people in. They tell the people when the leaflets are dropped by Israel, get out. And they're told, don't listen to the propaganda. Stay where you are. They want people to die. They want Palestinians to die. Hamas wants them to die. That's why they put their uh, bomb factories. That's why they put their uh, military equipment. That's why they put their guns in schools and hospitals. It's documented. They put them where the children are, where the uh, civilians are on purpose. And they tell them, don't leave. When Israel drops leaflets saying you must get out, and the Hamas is telling them, no, don't you leave. In some cases, they may keep them from leaving. And what, whose fault is that? Who is playing the nasty war game? Wow. Hamas has brought so much evil into this world. And people have lost so many family members across Israel. Remember, Israel is a small country. And every, when you kill a 1,000 people, 1,700 people, people are going to know, and it's going to touch families. Every family affected will be known. And it's heart-rendering, heart-breaking. It's crucial to understand that the Hamas terrorists have got to be stopped. And that's what the Prime Minister Bibi was talking about. They must be stopped and they will be destroyed. And how are they going to do it? Well, they have to go into Gaza, the Gaza Strip. I remember as a young boy, I was born in 1960, in 67 war. I remember people, uh, doctors, a doctor from my church went over to the Gaza Strip to try to provide medical care on the Gaza Strip. And they did, him and his wife. But what happens over the years? That's been over 50 years ago. And the hatred has grown worse and worse. With evil leaders, people are sad and bad things happen. Hamas has created their own coffin in many ways. In many many ways so pray for the peace of Jerusalem I don't know what's gonna happen I don't know how this conflicts gonna end I don't know how long it's gonna take but my request for you whatever happens pray for the peace of Jerusalem and that's how we're ending the show today. Just pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Israel, and the Middle East and around the world. Let's find a leader that can lead the free world and not watch everything go and slip into further and further chaos. All right. God bless you. See you next week for another show on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Remember, you go to www 
HatchyBooks.com. Hatchy spelled H-A-T-C-H-I-E. HatchyBooks.com. And get your copy of Hatchy, Keeper of the Secret. Get that read because book two is coming up soon. Hatchy and the Golden Chalice. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.